We're waiting for people. Well, we're waiting for a person. Waiting, 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 waiting. Unfurl. <laughs> you basically just described what our listeners do. So let's just unmute that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Unfurled. Uh, Welcome to Unfurled for those of you who weren't, or who, who to our listeners who could hear us, oh and no. again to the stream who couldn't. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It is episode number negative 52. 52. 52. What the hell are we doing 52. with our lives? Negative 52. Negative 52. I was going to say, we're certainly Counting not Counting down from 70-something. Hey, we're almost to 20 episodes. We've made it something ridiculous like, what, three months now? Where we've actually recorded consist- semi-consistently? Recorded, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, we posted episodes last week. We did, and if it wasn't for the fact that two of us fucked off to FC and then the last one just didn't edit. Yep. Motherfuckers. How could you? Because reasons. <laughs> because raisins. Raisins. R- like like peanut buttery reason? Yeah, I like peanut buttery raisin. Oh, okay. Mm. Peanut butter. <sighs> so how was FC? FC was amazing. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to be here right now. I just want to go back to California. I get it. Back to California and back to bed. I, yeah. I got a lot of sleep at FC. Once you kind of experience San Jose as a Canadian coming from the winter here to winter in San Jose. You never want to come no, home. No, you're just like, can I just stay here forever, what? please? You mean in the depth of winter, a like 10 or 11 degrees temperature with mild rain or mediocre rain is what you get? Yeah, that's bad weather too. Like the 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 few years I've gone to FC, it was like eighteen degrees and sunny. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is perfect. I want it to just be this temperature forever. Like, well, it sure here now. It sure wasn't the negative like fifteen and twenty you guys got. No, it was. <laughs> yeah, I I was told though by a local that the average rent for like a one or one and a half bedroom apartment was something stupid like thirty five hundred dollars a month. That depends on where you are. In, like, in San Jose. Yeah, that's like downtown San Jose. Yeah, you don't want to live downtown San Jose. Uh, unless you specifically work for like those places we hate, like Adobe or Oracle. or <laughs> All the buildings we had to resist burning down while we were there. Yeah. Adobe. Like, I wanted to go rent a car just so I could drive it into the Oracle building. Mm. Yeah. Oracle. I had a rented car and I had to resist driving it into the SAP building. yeah who doesn't want to murder sap see i'm lucky at my job i don't have to deal with sap yet good i I don't either 
But I remember it in college. (laughs) And you remember it from prior employment. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Or Adobe, which, I mean, do you remember when Adobe was, like, good? Yeah. I remember that. Like, around CS2. Yeah. And then they're like, no, we're done. (laughs) Let's start making it shitty. Yeah, let's start bundling McAfee with Flash. That was the day I knew it's over. Adobe is over. <laughs> They've turned uh, into HP. Yeah. Right? Like the HP software division. But and uh, this is what people get paid a fucking quarter million dollars a year to write this bullshit. Yeah. But <laughs> those uh, poor souls. I, I actually wasn't a very good con goer because I spent most of my time with people and not actually at con based events. That's exactly what yeah, you're that, supposed to that's do. That's totally what you don't do at cons, hang well, out with people. But I didn't go to like, I didn't do a single panel. That, that's fine. Around. Okay, Vox, in my entire time going to conventions, do you know how many panels I've been to? Because I know how many panels I've been to. Yeah, how many? Uh, five. And how many of those did you host? Yeah, I've, I've hosted more panels Two. than I've ever attended, <laughs> I think. Um, okay. I went, well, okay, I went to seven go... if you include the unfurled panels. Which well, I like, do. The, the quote-unquote panels I went to were... Like Pepper Coyote and Fox and Moore's after after hour show, and then part of their regular show mm-hmm. before we ditched and got food. Yeah, food. Yeah. My typical convention is show up, find people, get drunk, go to sleep, wake up, find people, get drunk, go to sleep, huh. wake mm-hmm. up, find people, get drunk, go to sleep, wake up. Crawl my ass to the airport. Yeah, <laughs> I'm noticing. I'm noticing a pattern there. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, as far as meeting people, I got to meet Kaki, who was, you know, from Europe. So, or came from, uh, sorry, the Netherlands, not Europe. Yeah, or I got to meet some cool people too. Came from over there, that general yeah, direction. That people place. I've talked to a long time. I got to finally meet freaking Fuzzwolf and Rikoshi. Yeah, and uh, you you met Tiran, right? Yeah, sort of, like in passing. So that means that now every member of this podcast except one has met at least one member from fucking not cast. <laughs> How dare you single me out? Well, to be fair, he's also like the newest and freshest member. We haven't broke him, broken him into that stuff yet. <laughs> he still has the new host smell. New host smell. <laughs> I do. We, uh, I mean, we're going to be... We're dragging him up to uh, to Furay this year. Yeah, we'll, we'll start there and make sure he doesn't run home crying first. If, if oh you're listening, Fuzzwolf, you should uh, bring Fur Planet up to uh, Furay and sell shit. Oh God, do it! You would make not a lot. Well, the thing is, the trip would be really cheap for you. Well, yeah, you'd be paying your, your dollar you'd... was a, a buck fifty to our dollar. Yeah, so you'd while be paying a full thirty percent less money for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For everything all, for all this stuff <laughs> yeah. fucking bullshit B- book your flights in canada <laughs> <laughs> yeah 700 dollar flight oh you gonna... mean 500 dollar flight yeah well the the uh the airplane tickets that i bought were in canadian tender but uh it wasn't 30 percent when we went down to california no it was 50 well, well no no you so a dollar fifty to a dollar is sixty six point six 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 percent. So that's thirty three point three 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 percent. Yes, it was a thirty percent price, uh, a fifty percent price hike. 
Right. That's yeah. way too much. Yep. That's awful. It I'm, was. Uh, it was brutal. It, it. Yeah. It Shut up, Car. Meals. I don't need your geography. It, it made those meals that I ate not quite as good deals as they could have been. Yeah. It's like ah. Oh, Let's go to fucking Jack in the Box. They've always got like cheap shit, and you're like, yeah, a dollar fifty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was pretty good. the The proportions they were fucking huge. Oh my well, god. Like, when I went down to RF, like I still remember paying five dollars for a fucking black coffee, and then being like, this coffee wasn't five dollars; it was seven dollars <laughs> because exchange rate. Yeah. I will, like, for me, I will, the glory days are going to RF when the U.S. dollar was on par, or, like, 101 kind of thing. Wasn't that great? Because, like, you're just like, ah, I'm totally going to go and buy a fucking 40 of rum for fucking $20. And you're like, yes, Well, the, the bottles of booze were still $15 as opposed to 60 Yeah, yeah. You, still, you still got a good deal there. So, I mean, yeah. We, I drink a lot of beer. And it's funny, too, because meanwhile, I'm talking to Americans, and they're like, oh, my God, $20 for a 40? Jesus. What <laughs> like, kind of ho- highway robbery is yeah, this? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I definitely see where, you're like, so many Americans, like, really undervalue a shit ton of stuff. <laughs> like, why would I pay $5 for, like, this vegetable peeler? I'm like, some of those things cost that much money <laughs> where, where i'm from i don't know where the fuck you live middle america <laughs> you're a, not, yeah. a dumpster like you're not from around these yeah. parts are you well like we're here we're a case of beer you're looking at a minimum of like what 25 bucks now 25 bucks if it's cheap you're looking yeah. at 30 bucks on most of them yeah what qualifies as a case is that like 12 uh, bottles yeah that's like 30 bucks minimum yeah, yeah. for for a beer i'm willing to but drink it, yeah is. I, I can find many cases of beers like sub twenty dollars. Well, you can they're get all a, shit. You can get a fucking trope pack for twenty four dollars, and that's twenty four cans. I mean, I can I can buy a case of heck for ten dollars. But that's I don't know if that's beer anymore. That's still beer. That's I think that's more like Mountain Troll urine in a can. <laughs> no, that's boxer because all they do is add sugar to it. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be more they're expensive like, let's for Mountain take, Troll urine? They're like, let's take awful beer and add sugar. That'll that's a good idea. That just makes oh. it malt liquor, I guess. Malt malt beer. Malt beer. Beer. Yeah, you know what the most dis- cheap malt. You know what the most disgusting things are on the planet. Most like Palm Bay. Uh, fucking um, Ooh, yes. oh yeah they're like you you think that boxer like is sugary those pombe okay. whatever that I, bullshit I also, pixie sticks that's brewed sort of i with... also don't like those um like oh. half iced tea half beer things um see adam you say that those pombe things are gross but you haven't spent an entire night drinking nothing but four loco do, do you know yeah. why what do you mean all night <laughs> Have one. No, that, that's what I did the one night at RF. I, d- I drank nothing I but four loco. I, I, I went through like five night. cans of four loco I couldn't in drink, a night. I couldn't drink one. <laughs> yeah, you, four loco is pretty gross. You want to feel like you're dying? Go drink like five cans of four loco. Why do I want this? No, you, not- you said that about the, the, the Jolly Ranchers vodka. Oh, that too. Fucking November and his fucking Skittles vodka. Oh my God, I will never forget <laughs> that night. It basically started with 
me starting to drink some Skittles vodka and then ended with me apologizing that I drank like all of a bottle and a half of Skittles vodka and him going, no, it's fine. And then someone got a blowjob in front of me, like right in front of me in the middle of the room party. And then I woke up and thought I was actually dying. So <laughs> yeah, good times at cons. Yeah. I think that was that was yeah that was ac that that one happened at That's last awful. uh last mm. fc i got brought up to my room dragged to my room pretty much by my friends and apparently i was very coherent when i got to my room because mm -hmm. y you know who i was rooming with yeah uh, he brought it up actually it was funny yeah he, yeah like i was i walk in the room apparently like so i wake up the next morning i don't remember how i got to my room at all like Nothing. Basically, I remember there was the dance floor and I couldn't get in and then like an elevator and then nothing. And that's it. And I wake up in my room and I'm like, oh, how did I get here? Your friends dropped you off. And I start apologizing immediately because I know I was just fucking dirty, dr like dirty drunk. And they're like, no, you uh, you were drunk. And I was like, yeah. They're like, how did you not know? And they're were, they were like, well, you just came in, said that you were kind of tired took your clothes off, neatly folded them onto your suitcase, crawled into bed and passed out. And sure enough, I looked down at the foot of the bed and there's my shirt and pants neatly folded, sitting on top of my suitcase, waiting for me. Adam yep. told you the laundry ghost did them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. Good old laundry but, ghost. Um, I, at FC, I managed to fix my phone before leaving for my flight and then break it again uh 72 hours later but uh, but you have to tell everybody fucking how job uh it, it's quite a mundane story i was teaching target how to swing poi and as part of a demonstration it required hitting the poi against my pocket <laughs> and so i i did that and didn't really think anything of it and then <laughs> I take my phone out and the cheap Chinese glass has cracked at the this um the mic on the phone. So it was one hundred percent useless again. Yay. Why why you do that? Because apparently <laughs> it, you enjoy fixing your phone. No, well, okay. He's not underestimating when he says cheap Chinese glass. I uh, I've replaced. Yeah. I, I'm like, not. I'm not lying. I broke my official good, like doesn't break the second you breathe on a glass, and there is literally only one supplier of the digitizer that I can get for the Xperia. The, the, it's all the same shit. Yeah, so, sounds like uh, you need to not have an Xperia. Well. I also enjoy having $800 <laughs> for not a new phone. That that is you, very fair. You don't you don't have to buy a new phone outright. Well, well, mm. I okay, I have like three options. I can go on to like dx.com or Alibaba or whatever and buy like the cheapest unlocked LTE phone I can find. Put my SIM card in that, be done with it. Or I can cancel my contract early, couple hundred dollars, plus the contract for a new phone, plus signing up for a new two-year contract. Or I buy an unlocked phone outright, and that costs anywhere from 300 to $1,200, depending on how 
how fancy I want to get with it. How phone you want to get? I can, iPhone I can 6S. Buy a, yeah, I can buy a OnePlus, uh, a OnePlus 2, actually, um, for like $450, something like that. If you're going to spend $450 on a OnePlus 2, just get the Nexus 6P, honestly. But either way, I could spend $400 on a new phone or spend the... $50 to get another replacement screen, fix it, ghost armor, otter box. <laughs> and then not slap it like, with poi again. <laughs> blast proof case and like maybe one of those screen protectors. Just just keep it in a gun safe. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, right now I'm team viewed into my phone. Uh, so I'm doing it remotely. I also have Mighty Tech set up and I still have the Bluetooth mouse, which is still paired with it. Uh, so I'm I'm good for now. So you're <laughs> you are using your phone as a remote device. Your your yep. phone is literally just a remote desktop server now. Yep, pretty much. Yep, I, that's how I use mine when I'm at work oh. and stuff. And um, you remember the the HTC One M7 that I had, right? Mm-hmm. The one with like 30 minutes of battery life. Mm-hmm. I turned it on this weekend. There was a software update. I installed it. It's no longer a useless piece of shit. Yeah, Android does that a lot, actually. That's one of the reasons that's... Okay, for me, that's actually one of the main reasons that I really like Android over Apple. And that is that Apple, when they release software updates lately, has been... and Well, not even lately, just since forever for the iPhone. It has been making it harder and harder and harder and harder for devices to run the software. Right. The software gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, now it, I, I can't remember which users are planning the class action lawsuit. I think it's 4S owners are trying to start up a class action lawsuit because the update made basically made their phone unusable and there is no way to downgrade, apparently. <laughs> Uh, so they're fucked. This is nothing new. Yeah, it's not new. It happened to my iPhone too. I, I, had, a, the, I had a 3GS. Yeah. The exact same yeah, thing it, happened. It definitely happened on yeah. my 3GS. <clears throat> Whereas Android, since version 2.2, has been doing everything in their power to make the software less encumbering and more efficient. Oh, see, see, but carriers aren't updating them. Yeah. Right? That is see, unfortunate. Here's the problem with that phone. Only receives updates pushed by Telus. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's all it's all great and good, but unless your carrier, you I know, yeah, like keeps I up, up with them. Yeah, well, the, they're working on that too. Uh, uh, the, I guess they're putting through some incentives where basically carriers are going to lose Android phones if they don't start updating them car it's okay the opinions of tal do not reflect the opinions of the entire unfurled cast um, um but what like one of the main reasons that they're doing this though is because um they're trying to push into like poor and third world countries uh because believe it or not while a lot of them don't have like wired internet and stuff they have cell phone towers most of them do actually some of them better cell phone coverage than Canada does, which is depressing, but oh, like a lot of these countries have pretty good cell phone networks and just nobody can afford a phone. So Android's trying to put out like the, uh, what was it? The Android one well, or something that here's it's the like a the, hundred phones, dollar phone. These phones have like never cost as much as the, the carriers are charging for them. Like I'm positive. The no. the bullshit though, like is because when I updated my HTC One like two years ago, yeah, it was fucked, and because of 
I don't know. Just I, I never did eventually figure out how to downgrade my service, so I had to wait the fucking year and a half for Telus to actually release this software. Like, it, it's great that Android is doing that, but it's actually really fucking annoying that we have to wait for carriers to push our updates if I, you don't own an unlocked phone. Well, that, yeah, actually, if you—that's the thing. If you don't, if you own an, uh, even if you own an unlocked phone, you still have to wait for the manufacturer unless you own a Nexus device, right? Any but then of the you Nex- wait for the manufacturer and not two, yeah, uh, yeah, gatekeepers. But uh, that—that's why, like, now I'm never going back to a non-Nexus device. Honestly, I, I'm just not doing it mm-hmm. nothing could convince me I'm, otherwise i'm pretty close to being of the opinion that i will never buy a carrier locked phone yeah no i'm done i'm buying like my next phone's gonna be the nexus 6p or whatever the fuck comes like, after it the p it is, makes it better I, I don't even see the point like people are like oh yeah i'll buy my unlocked phone so that i can say ha 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 ha, ha, ha. fuck you tell us uh but really no that's not the point at all yeah i actually this, really don't see why people do that this uh this actually brings me to another interesting yes thing i figured is, it was a wonderful segue um so we as you were just discussing even like an unlocked device and stuff right now doesn't really get you anything at the carrier because the carriers are already really expensive so i don't know if we've gone over this on this edition of the podcast but basically in canada there are three big ones right you get telus you have rogers and you have bell um, is that right? Tell us Rogers Bell. Yeah. 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 Uh, in some other province, in some provinces you have a fourth or fifth option, but most provinces are locked to, to those three. And Telus is in bed with Bell and Rogers is in bed with a Shaw. Yeah. Um, and they're all in bed with each other. It's like a great big uh, swingers well, key not party. Not quite, but <laughs> it's gross. Just imagine that like, it's sort of like saying you have a three-party sy- or a four-party system, but you really have a one. Two of system. two of them are actually well, like in cahoots with each other. Yeah, but even so, then, even if you if you look at Rogers' prices and then Bell's prices, they're identical. So yeah, that's exactly what's what's going on here too. Is they just announced uh, recently that there is going to be a price increase on um, wireless services and on um, in-home services for carriers that provide yeah. that. And let me guess. All of the all of them announced it within like a week of each other. Yeah, uh, I think Bell announced it first, and then the other two uh, almost instantaneously uh, announced it as well. Yep. Um, so for one, this uh, this this shit is starting to piss me off because I already pay stupid amounts of money for my phone bill. Yep. Uh, simply because if I don't pay what I pay now, the overage charges I get anyway push me way past what I'm paying. Yep. Um, and then two. Not only have they just bumped up their prices and claimed that, uh, or they've you know pushed up their prices and they're doing it right away uh, for all new plans, but they're claiming that it's the Canadian dollar that is the reason that they're hiking it up. That's fucking bullshit. Well, it it to me it's a little bit justified considering every device comes from the U.S. or overseas, and all the equipment on their towers comes from the U.S. But they, I, it's. Still a little shit. If it wasn't the Canadian dollar, it would be something else. It would be. They would have found something else to do uh, to push it up over. And, like, they're not improving their services alongside no, the increases. they're, they're like, not. Uh, according um, to uh, to the article that I'd seen, apparently uh, it was either Bell or Telus was claiming they put, like, $2 billion into improving their network every year. 
And yeah, the network's okay. Like it's not terrible. We get good service. Um, but I don't see where $2 billion of improvements have gone. No. Well, and that's the thing is like, they're, it's the same claim, like, uh, you know, Shaw upping their prices twice within a year, claiming they're doing all these network improvements when the only improvement I've seen in the past two and a half years is that they slightly increased their upload speeds now. Like, like it, I'm... it's just all <clears throat> of the companies, every ISP in Canada, it, like, that's the thing. All of them right now, all of them own the CRTC pretty much. So let, they own let's it. let's give oh, our really. Yeah. They uh, like the every single person on the CRTC board right now is either an ex or a current standing member on one of the boards for one of the major ISPs. Like it's just like they they control it. They control the CRTC. This was the this was the case back even in 2007. Um, then there was a bunch of bullshit going on then. Um, like, I don't know. I just, that's why they can get away with it though. And that's why like things like the, whenever competition decides that they want to, you know, try and start up in Canada, the CRTC goes fucking out of its way to fuck over any starting business in Canada mm -hmm. trying to get into telecom. Right, it happened to wind because, you know, ah, uh, they're the company that owns wind is some percentage owned by some Egyptian company. So no, not Canadian owned. Fuck off, and they weren't allowed to start, and they had to actually shut down after their first launch originally, and then they came back uh, after a bunch of financial finagling and managing to buy off some amount of assets from some dude in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's stupid. The amount of like, just bullshit. Yeah, like well, I said, it's just like, they're all of them are in bed together. It's a gigantic swingers key party. Yeah. Well, and speaking of wind too, I mean, they just got picked up by Shaw, which which could be amazing. It has some very interesting potential. My biggest concern there is it's going to change the big three into the big four. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is. It could go one of two ways, and I'm hoping it goes the good way, where Shaw decides to say, you know, haha, fuck you, Bell, and we're going to do what we want. But the thing is, with uh, how close Shaw is to Rogers, I really don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, it might be tough. Because back when I worked for them, they're like, Shaw and Rogers, like, they're like this, right? There was an email that went through even, like, when the CEO died for, for like when the Rogers CEO died that like basically was talking about how uh, JR would always go golfing with him and let's all take a moment of silence and stuff. So it's, you know, they have, like there's a reason that Shaw exists here and Rogers exists there. And, and they there's don't, no overlap. There's no overlap, right? So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I know what I'm hoping for. But we'll see. Shaw could be the hero like, we all need. <laughs> I, I, I want to give people sort of an example of what our plans look like in oh, Canada. Yeah. For for our American viewers, um, a 500 megabyte share everything plan with unlimited messaging and like 200 minutes of Canada wide. Or sorry, there there's unlimited Canada wide calling. Starts at $75 a month. Yeah, that's the other thing that they do. They're like, yeah, we'll give you unlimited calling anywhere in Canada. Yeah. That nobody only fucking get, uses yeah, anymore. The, but you only get 500 megs. Yeah. 
have fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, they know where to squeeze, right? Yeah. Because even like talking and text, it's cheap on the line and it's it's easy, right? Yeah. yeah. But so five gig plans, you know, back to what we used to have with like the launch of the iPhones and everything. Fuck, I had a six gig plan. $105 a month. Yeah. I had a six gig oh, plan sh- on my original 3GS. Yeah. And that wa- that cost me, I think it was like $65 a month. Yeah, my whole bill on my 3GS was something like $75 a month. And that was with 6 gigs of data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it like and then, you know, back then it was only You you, you can get 60 gigs for $375 a month. The thing is, if you're sharing with a bunch of friends, it's almost worth it, yeah. but I don't know. No. Yeah. No, no. Not not sharing with a bunch of friends. Not this bullshit. Well, like, are are you each like you you get split it ten ways. six different devices or something like that? Split it ten ways. That well, that would be three. That would be thirty yeah. seven dollars a person. Yeah, like that. But that's just it. You need to sit together and split your bill with you know ten so, people. Yeah. So say you find six different people. One one of them's going to be the primary on the account. Two. Like the fact that you're like, oh yeah, um, that 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 would give you ten gigs per person, which is a fair amount, but like, that's it's just it's still horseshit. Like these are not hoops that are meant to be jumped through; they're meant to be burned to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So I I see this eventually coming to a head. I'm seriously waiting for the first person to actually just build a a physical soft phone, right? Pure data. No cellular ability whatsoever on on a piece of hardware. I, connects to Wi-Fi. Connects to a three G modem. I just want Google Project Fi to come to Canada. Really, if it you, won't. Uh, I know yeah. nothing Google does fucking comes to Canada. So I don't. I don't even know why you're entertaining the idea. Best just to crush your dream. No, best just it. to crush your dreams now. <laughs> Fuck. Uh. <sighs> Sadness. Uh, we're we're all depressed now. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, like, just it's at least it's not two years ago when like carriers denied that you would ever fucking want data. Yeah. Oh. Well, like saying, oh yeah, you can you can totally pay us eighty dollars a month for you know a gig of data. Like what? Yeah. Well, by the way, a gig is the most we have. Yeah. Well, see, I got. Like the plan I have right now is six gigs, and I think I get like two hundred minutes unlimited texting. That typical bullshit evenings and weekends, and I have ten people that I can call from anywhere in Canada, uh, and that costs me a hundred fucking dollars a month, mm-hmm. and that is the same bullshit that I was paying sixty dollars a month for before. Like that's the thing. I remember when internet plans used to get cheaper like well or rather this the prices stay the same and the speeds just keep going up yeah right Mm -hmm. you you just the lowest tier right like back in the day the lowest tier for shaw was like i forget i think i was on like you could still fucking like 250 megs or something like that like it was ridiculous and that was like i don't know 20 bucks a month and then now one of their lower tiers is 15 megs and that's 30 bucks a month. Like, but now we're getting the exact same shit or worse. Like the only reason I'm able to have mine is because I'm on some special loyalty plan that I had to fight fucking tooth and nail to get. But 
like you know at least with Shaw, their speeds are increasing. You know, just slowly. It's just slowly and. With great resistance. But with, uh, you know, with with these providers, they're like, ah, we'll give you four gigs for the same shit you were paying for, like the same price you were paying, you know, like three years ago for even more than that. Yeah, that sounds like a great fucking customer fucking service. (laughs) Fuck you. You know what? You know what, though? We can all, we all know why these companies do this stuff. Everybody knows. Yeah, it's, it's no fucking secret. Like... That's that's what I mean. If you know what, the only time that this shit's gonna change is pretty much when everybody gets their their faces out of their phones and stops. Like the usage of cell phones, it's, it's never gonna go. Away. Is is off the fucking charts. I mean, seriously, like it's it's insane. It's it's absolutely insane. Like and and to be honest, I hate the new cell phone era. Of human beings, I hate it. I can't stand it. Like the, the like, thing is, it's not going to go away though. Like, it, it, I mean, if anything, it's only going to get worse. And in big finger quotes, that's not necessarily true. That doesn't mean it. It won't necessarily go not go away. That's, well, like there's there's definitely there's definitely a chance. Now it's not it's not super likely that it'll go away. And if it goes away, I'm talking like far far down the road. When you know people might get their heads out of their asses, but uh, on, honestly, and it's it's so hard not to get sucked in. But it's so it's such a sad era. This is such a piss poor era. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I actually I don't agree at all with that because that's okay. One of the biggest things I see right now is the highest level of interconnectivity for people. Yeah. Like I, I, can, I talk to friends in the U.S. I talk to friends in Britain. I talk to a friend of mine from university in Japan on a regular basis. Yeah, things that without cell phones and computers, I wouldn't be able to do um, at all. For and then one, you, and then you go to kick-ass cons and you can hang out with those people and like. Yeah. But that's hmm. but that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the stuff you're talking about. I'm talking about being out with a group of friends and everyone's on their phone. Instead of talking to each other and hanging out. And people are losing connection with people over this bullshit. I'm not talking about staying in touch with friends far away or abroad. No, none of that. Absolutely none. Because you can't can't just call those people up and go, hey, I'm on my way over. Let's go hang out. That makes total sense. No, no, no. That stuff, I will always... Like social media, the one thing I'll give it... Is the fact that you can stay connected with people that you care about and find out people's lives and things like that, and you know, talk to them on a regular basis and uh, and and connect. But you know what? The rest of it though can go straight to hell because oh, honestly, right. I that, hate it. That's just an example of poor manners, really. Because I mean, you know, I you know, I have a cell phone. I get six gigs data. I can use it whenever I want, but. It doesn't mean that when I'm hanging out and having a conversation with my friends that I'm on my cell phone doing whatever. But that's, yeah, that's what I mean, though, is not there's almost nobody like that anymore. Like it's it's a dying breed. 
to I, actually I mean, pay I, attention to another human being. I, I would disagree with I, that. I disagree with the statement that cell phones are doing that. Yeah. Well, um, like one, a, of the, one of the pers- people in the chat, they just said, you know, it's not it's not a lot different from how people were sucked into print media and stuff. Like, it, well, like if people weren't drowning themselves in their phone or distracting themselves with their phone, they'd be fucking watching the bar TV or... You know, they'd be one of those people. And I knew one of these people back before phones were really a thing. They'd be one of those people that just brought a book and sat there reading. See, yeah. and I used to be that guy. Yeah. Um, I, I hate going to to bars and stuff when I'm going out because the just the massive number of televisions sitting around distracts the shit out of me. Well, like, <laughs> and I, when, I get well, glowy screen syndrome where well, there's a, you know, there's a TV and I just zone in. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I see, like constantly and like especially now because in the age of the internet a lot of people are unfortunately allowed to mingle um and <laughs> this includes like you know just hang out on reddit for like 10 minutes and you'll cross 50 people at the very least that are like ah, oh, you know yo that for social anxiety or i didn't leave my house today or etc 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 like it's not necessarily the fact that the the internet, print media, movies, whatever, are, are enabling these people, but it's not the nature of that technology that's doing it. People yeah. do this all the time, you know, smoke, I, smoke pot, stay inside all day and watch movies. I, you know, they were the same losers they are today, except you put a cell phone in their hands. Yeah, well, I, I lived that myself, right? I lived with people right. like well, that. When I say that, I think about sitting in your house <laughs> with your roomies that did nothing that but smoke pot yeah. and watch movies. They, well, they, you, you were lucky if they watched a movie because at least you could, you know, kind of interact yeah, with them. Or that. played video games <laughs> but, and bitched about losing their, like, high-definition cables for rock band. Yeah, well, you know, it, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like that kind of behavior uh, would be happening anyway. It's just the difference is that people are interacting with people from their homes now and because you're right on reddit you go on reddit every day i see some shit about how fucking social anxiety this and how scary people are and like people making fun of neck beards and like or the the very people that they themselves like are stereotyped as or the glorification of introversion which i mean not to say that there's something wrong with being an introvert if you're an introvert that's great you're that's fine that's who you are yeah but but dude i I, I hate it people use it as an excuse to not do anything not even as an excuse i see people glorifying it like it's some kind of great thing yeah, and i'm like well, badge of honor it, it's a thing it's not good or bad it's just a and personality trait the, like, in, the internet by nature does enable these things people yeah. with their phones get to bring whatever they want around with them to help them like completely zonk, zonk out like i don't agree with you know giving your kid like 12 hours of movies for your 12 hour road trip that doesn't keep, teach a kid patience no oh god the commercials that show that shit off and irritates the piss out of me yeah right yeah we well see we had uh we had one of those systems in the van when i was a kid like it was like this little center console thing Mm -hmm. and it had just like a vcr and a screen or some like your typical like yellow white yellow red white inputs yeah right and and we had that i usually just sat there reading anyway yeah (laughs) it actually didn't get used i was taught to read and to talk to people I I went through most of Harry Potter in the back of a minivan. And and I mean, granted, you guys know how I get sometimes with electronics and and everything else. Like, 
I don't exist to the world. And for the last couple years, I've been slowly retraining myself to interact with people. It's actually really difficult. The internet is an unfortunate enabler for antisocial behavior. Yeah. Now, one thing I wanted to also bring up um, specifically, Adam, is the uh, the argument that you're making too is um, is one that I've seen repeated in, in um, history as different mediums have come out. One of the most uh, poignant eras that it happened was when uh, music started getting recorded onto uh, portable uh, mediums, right? Specifically record players, gramophones, because the, uh, the youth age vanished into clubs, into houses, and they stopped going outside. They stopped, you know, meeting at, at places that didn't have these devices. Mm-hmm. And it's because... It was just a new part of it was a new creative outlet because now people could play music for much bigger audiences. But um, the same concerns were brought up when that happened. And then when um, uh, I'm trying to remember what the, the big ones for in the printing press was, but there were similar concerns because, again, people would just stop going outside and read books and uh, stuff like that. Uh, it's not, so it's not like one thing I want to make sure is clear. It's not an invalid argument. Right, um, and I see your point for sure. I can tell you the number of buses I go on these days where I see no one looking up. It's all face down. Look at your crotch because that's where the entertainment is. Well, and and think of the last time that you actually talked to a stranger. I don't talk to strangers. I, I was taught not to talk to strangers from when you, I was. You were a you kid. were taught not to talk to strangers, but like, don't you ever remember, like, you know, just the guy that's sitting next to you, like next to some sort of public spectacle or you're in the waiting room. Like I was fucking on the bus, um, coming back from the airport, the shuttle back to the car to go. And I was just, you know, talking with the bus driver, talking with the old couple about, um, the fucking, um, bag boy with the park to go who, you know, dropped out of school. So we started talking to him. I'm like, yeah, like I'm probably eventually, I'm probably a bad person to ask about that though. Because I grew up kind of a small town where there was, you know, a, like a lot of people that in that town, I knew them personally. So I came from Nova <laughs> Scotia, where relatively the same thing. Yeah. But even then, if there was somebody I didn't know, I didn't fucking talk to them ever. Okay. <laughs> Tell. Describe your average con to me and how you meet new people. I have a friend there. And they introduce me to people. How many times have we gone up and talked to strangers? Usually I'm wasted, though, so that <laughs> doesn't count. Alcohol enabled. It still counts a little bit. <laughs> not really. Sure it does. Being wasted and talking to strangers is not quite the same thing. But Like, all I'm saying is that, like, it's, it's not sinful to talk to people you don't know no and i mean the other thing too is that i don't think the convention comparison is very fair because that it's no it's it not. is a unique social yeah. situation right uh well you're with well, you're with your peers yeah right? that's totally yeah. different you're with people that have a complaint and i'm not and that's the thing though is the the main the main point behind my argument is not you know it's it's okay to be antisocial if you you know what honestly if you if you there's everyone likes time by themselves and there's nothing wrong with that everyone likes just you know me time and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but I don't know it's I like this is and this is just my personal opinion that I find that things like you know, like you're like you were talking about Vox, like uh, 
when uh, recording devices like, you know, gramophones and records and, and like you said, the youth vanished and everything like that, or, you know, printable media, you know, was mentioned and, and people, you know, stayed inside and stuff like that. I, I still feel, and you know, that right or wrong, uh, I still feel that that stuff is, is a little more enlightening than some parts of why, uh, I don't know, like, at least that way, people are experiencing, like, with music. You're experiencing someone's craft that they put a lot of effort into and listening to it and enjoying it. And you're kind of maybe growing a little bit. You know, you're learning different genres of music you like. You're you're learning more about the genre you do like. Um you know, printed media, maybe you're learning about news. Maybe, maybe you're reading good articles. Maybe you're reading a good story somebody's written, reading books, like reading a novel, uh, kind of expanding your mind. Here's... I, I don't see, I don't see anybody's mind expanding ever about like spending, you know, I, it's it's the people that hang out with friends that hang out with friends. And then I'm going to go on Facebook to see who's complaining about a bad day. Like, it's like, do that stuff at home and nobody cares. Nobody cares that you're, but I don't know. It's weird to be with friends and text a friend to be like, what's up? I like, I see where you're coming from. Just stay a little I, engaged. Like, I, I definitely consider it really rude to be that dude on your phone while everyone's hanging out in the bar. I mean... Like it's one thing to like check your phone real quick and check a couple things. Yeah, nobody but, cares then. Yeah. But if you're like, like, what I'm talking about is when you're like just sitting. Yeah, that's on your that's phone. What, that's and that's and what not talking I'm, to people that you're specifically there yeah. with. And that, that's what I'm talking about. See that to me, I wouldn't say that's like not enlightening or it's you know making people dumb or whatever. What? Uh, but I would consider it rude to the people around you. Um, because for me, I think like right now, I think. One thing that happens a lot in our generation and the younger generation a lot, like a lot, a lot, is that now because like we live in the information age, that's what this is. This is the information age. Yeah. Um, we're we're well past digital age. We're we're in well into the information age, and one of the things that people are doing right now is they're vastly undervaluing the information. Um, yeah. the same information that I have right now, I could look it up and do like seconds and have an answer for a question that maybe, you know, 15 years ago, you'd have to go to a fucking library to find, yeah. right? It, it's yeah. the, it's the kind of thing like, um, I actually had, uh, in my, oh God, what was it? I think it was my English class. Yeah. It was, uh, one of my English classes, uh, cause we were talking about writing, uh, for specific audiences and how people don't have the same attention span that they used to. Um, and one of the things that he brought up is that like when he was growing up, right. Say you had a book report or uh, actually let's say a geography report. You got a geography report and you have Milan and another guy has Manchester. Well, now you're literally racing him to the library to try to pick up the fucking M encyclopedia before he gets it. Yeah. Cause if he gets it, you're fucked for like the next hour and you've got to go through like some fucking like card bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> try to look up the books on the lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, because 
you know? at that point in time, there wasn't enough back, information to go around. Then, I had the patience for that shit. Like just well, because somebody picked, like somebody picked up the encyclopedia of this edition. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go to this and this edition. Assuming your library had two editions, mine usually did. But but like I, I'll, I'll get to the patience part of it uh, because like back then, right? There wasn't enough information to go around for everybody. There there just wasn't. Right, you had you fought over who got what information, and uh, you know because of that, since the you know you didn't know if you're getting that book back next you know tomorrow, um, when you read it, you'd read the whole article and take in every word. Right, they could write a ten-page thing, you'd still sit down and read it because there's not a whole lot of other information you're gonna go off to look at or that's gonna distract you. But now, what's happening is that we are every day, constantly, all day, twenty-four hours a day. Like if they could like put ads into your dreams, they fucking would. We are assaulted, bombarded, like yeah, assaulted by information, nonstop, absolutely. So keep in mind that's not. That doesn't need to be the case. It it kind of does though. Drive down the street and don't look at an ad. Okay. Like it, you know, challenge accepted. Like it, even if you don't actively look at it, you are subconsciously processing. Yeah. It, or you are filtering it. Okay, which is the, the problem. But yeah. the billboards have been around forever. The, like not in this volume though. And like even then, like you go to work, you're now on your computer. How much information is on that thing that is completely irrelevant to the task that you're currently performing, right? We have too much information in front of us, which is why our attention span is lower, right? We don't like, we have to prioritize what information we take in because instead of it being, we have this one piece and just nothingness, right? So we just read through that whole thing. We have this and this and this and this and this and this and this. That's not effective though. Well, except it is. That's the way you work. That that's how you work, right? You I, prioritize. And the thing is, like this, this and filter. This attitude isn't isn't recent. This is like 50, 60 years in the in the making. Yeah, right. This isn't just us, our generation. This is also, you know, half of our parents' generation are going through this. Yeah. Right? Well, like I, I really don't think that having your attention so divided is a good thing. Well, like, that's not. But that's just it. Is even just sitting in this room, the number of logos and and stuff that's sitting around, like you just you you just filter it all out. Right. And we're better at it than our parents were. Yep. And the younger generation is better at it than us. That's why it seems like they don't pay attention to anything. I, I think I, I think I might've mentioned this before, but, uh, maybe I'll mention it again. Uh, if I did, did mention it before, but, uh, there was, I believe it was, there was somewhere I thought it might've been Dubai, but, uh, there was uh what the the company ended up doing as a experiment in marketing uh they ended up putting a fake soft drink advertisement on uh public transit and within i think it was something within about a month there was everybody was talking about this soft drink that nobody has actually seen or drank yeah. because it was totally fake and Basically, the popularity explosion of this brand new fake soft drink, everyone was going absolutely bonkers about that nobody had even seen or tried. And it's all because like the power to, power of marketing is yep. it's such a it's such an amazing tool to sway yep. the public. I, I, like, I, I will say I, I'd like to see that article, but I'm I, I guess actually it. that most of the people that were probably affected were older people. 
Well, I've seen it, and it it was a real study that went through. Yeah, uh, I remember reading about it as well. Um, I, it would be a really interesting read. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't know. Like, and if you think about that and the effect that one ad, you know, in some buses. It, it wasn't one. It was one ad campaign. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, was, right. it wasn't it, just one in one bus. But the but... impact that that had, right? And then now you have to understand that we're having that done to us by several thousand companies on a daily basis. Think of how desensitized we are to that. Exactly. exactly. That's what I'm talking about. You're desensitized. And by desensitized, what I'm talking about is your brain, whether you're conscious of it or not, is filtering and prioritizing information. Actually, the, the, uh, a hilarious example of that is... Um, that you should recognize, you should remember this towel was in the, the call center. It was, okay, go to Google. Okay. Type, type in your thing. Okay. Click the first link. Like, no, not the one for, you know, free underwear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not the, the next, ad. The next, <laughs> the link. next link. is the older people you talk to, they start at the top of the page and they work down. They yeah. don't skip bits of information they don't need because yeah. they know that's not where it is. Because they don't. Here's a really good example. How often when you start a YouTube video, do you realize it's five minutes long and skip to about two minutes? All the time. <laughs> I just skip the entire video. <laughs> All yeah. the time. Like, that's what I'm talking about. You like, go... and it, it really depends on what it is. Because, like, if I'm about to watch a television show that I know is good, I'll watch it. But, like, in most cases, the people doing it don't know how to pace themselves. They're like, hi, so I'm, like... uh which is fire guy 42 and um today by about that point i've closed the video i'm like okay you suck and the thing that all of that has in common is that it's all irrelevant information to what the to what we're looking for right it's the same thing if you look at a textbook from 1942 versus a textbook today other than the massive amounts of you know racism and all that kind of shit that would have been in there uh looking at it and just reading how it's written, our textbooks now are very concise to the point. They get the information out, but and that's it. Whereas th- back then, there was a bunch of fluff. They're good. They're good and bad examples about this because if you think about like anybody that isn't willing to learn about tech versus the people who do know about tech, we filter the information. Like even if we don't have the solution in front of us, we are willing to sit down and assess that situation. There are people who do not have that attention span, and the second they are presented with too much information, they shut down entirely. Yeah. Yes, that is a common reaction to it as well. That actually even kind of happens to me. If uh, like the other day, I was looking at looking at videos on yeah. how to write. Uh, I think if there's a point at which any person was forced to think about their situation for five minutes, we'd have a lot more understanding people. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was trying to learn Node.js, right? Mm-hmm. A language I know nothing about. And I started watching videos, and about three videos in, I was just like, I can't fucking do yeah, this. Time to stop. Like, this is too much, too much at once. I'm done. And then, mm-hmm. like, after a day or two, I watched them again, and more information sunk in. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of starting to understand what's going on. It, it's like, And that is part of what's happening with the whole Twitter generation and the phone generation is that we get our information in bite-sized pieces. So I'm like, we're so used to that, that if you try to absorb all of that at once, it it does not work. It just bounces off. Yeah. Um, Carr also in the chat mentioned that he wanted somebody uh, to talk about the effect that Twitter and other social medias had on things like news. And uh, like a good example actually would have been... uh, 
uh, was it Syria that Twitter oh. like like they organized a, a public revolt mm-hmm. using Twitter. Twitter and Facebook. Sev- several celebrities, mm-hmm. to their own surprise, have found out they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's, like, it's, it's funny that Twitter it has become this like vaguely trusted news source that yeah, is well, like fifty well, percent of the time false. It, it depends on how it comes through, but it's it's news of the masses, right? It's, it's both, what everyone's talking about. It can be both a tool can, and a weapon. Consider how yeah. these things like consider how like a lot of the false information spreads through Twitter. Yeah, some asshole or some prankster, whatever, tweets something. Fox News goes oh hey that's an interesting thing let's not fact check it and post it <laughs> it must be true yeah. well, which means that that's a journalistic entity not doing its job that yeah. everybody trusts it will do well and one thing i do with anything twitter or whatever is the first thing i'll do is i will go and search keywords related to the article to find similar information yeah well at this point Basically, I just don't believe anything that's on Twitter uh, by default until otherwise substantiated. Until proven guilty. <laughs> well, you, but you still, it'll bring up the topic, yeah. which will engage you to go and at least, if it's interesting enough, continue that yeah. that investigation, I, right? I really wonder how, uh, who, which celebrity celebrity was it that died last week? Or uh, was it this well, week? Well, there's David Bowie oh. and Alan Rickman. Yeah. Alan Rickman, that's right. When Alan Rickman died, I, I thought it was a hoax at first. Uh, and then it turns out that two days before he died, there actually was an Alan Rickman has died hoax. And then the day before he died, that hoax was dispe- like uh, disproven. And then he actually and passed then he, away. And then the next day he actually died. I bet that person feels like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Rickman's dead. Holy shit, he died. Oh, my God. Everybody's <laughs> dropping like flies. Holy yeah. moly. Don't be 69. Yeah. Then don't have cancer. Well, uh, fuck. I don't know who it was, but somebody posted on Reddit just a picture of George R.R. R. Martin and it just said 2016 directed by. <laughs> uh, I saw that. I, I also liked the, the somebody took uh, like Will Ferrell as Mugatu from Zoolander yeah. where, where he's just like being British over 60 and having cancer is, and dying is so hot right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because because Bowie. Alan Rickman and Lemmy from Motor- Motorhead oh, all yeah. died. Yep. The Man. start of this year. And it's like, what the fuck? And at the end of the year, uh, what was it? Um, uh, what's his pickle? Uh, Dill. Uh, come on, brain. Dill. Uh, yes, Mr. Dill Pickle is dead. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Bix Pickles is going out of, uh, out of business. <laughs> On a completely unrelated note, oh. I, I found out that there's such a thing as dill pickle soup. That sounds... Hmm. And apparently it's really good. Don't have it. I don't I was going to say, it sounds uh, fine. Is it a cream-based soup? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It, it's cream of dill soup. Oh. Yeah. No, that sounds pretty good. With pickles. Uh, I don't know. And I, potato. I feel as though if I put it on fish, it would be good. Just imagine potato soup with dill pickle in it. That that actually sounds pretty gross, to be honest. <laughs> it depends. Am it I depends the only one how not much pickle is in it. This idea? No, no, no. It depends how much pickle is in it. It it really does. Like it it sounds like it it has potential. See, if you said but potato soup with dill, we're good. But when you say dill pickle, that also includes vinegar. Yeah. Pickle soup. Yeah, with literally and pickles. That that doesn't sound tasty. Literal pickles in the soup. Literal pickles. Just a quick check. What's our current runtime? Do you know? Uh, we've been uh, 
I don't know because <laughs> we now? were recording like for an hour before we started, but we're at two thirteen now. Okay, we should probably let's just do a quick, a super quick email check. I don't think we have any. Checked. What and the hell, people? We didn't post. Oh, if we don't post, we don't get email. That's how it works. That's fair. I take it back, listers. <laughs> but I, take uh, back. I think just considering it is now eleven p.m. and uh, <sighs> and stuff, we probably should get this wrapped up. I'm not doing so good for the staying awake part. Yep. I so, think we're all uh, tired. It was a little late. Yeah. My fault. <laughs> That's uh, not a problem. No, I'm going to be wrecked. We'll just all do what week. we always do no, they, and blame Tal. They I, can't all be good. <laughs> I just work too damn hard, listeners. That's what. Car, car in the chat mentions uh, it's why cramming is terrible, and that that presents a another interesting topic of the whole um, being able to cipher information, being able uh, as and opposed retaining. to being able able to memorize it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very bad memory, which um, is why for me, I need to be able to understand and deconstruct the information I, in front I've of had, me. I've had a decent memory for things. Um, I don't really have the attention span for it anymore. But at the same time, I've always had an analytical mindset, which yeah. has helped me greatly. Well, that's what it's see. It's it's one of the reasons I was able to practically sleep my way through calculus. But when I got to linear algebra, I fucking I could oh, not do no. that class for the life of me because calculus, I can like rationalize my way through and understand. Whereas linear algebra is literally just uh, memorize these things. Yeah, one, apply these rules in order. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one way that I really like to describe this kind of thinking to people is the the buses like the calgary transit buses you know those things like the 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 back doors they're the ones that say push to open yep the ones that say touch here and then the ones that say like wave your hand in front of it and you you just sit and you watch and see how many people sort of watch watch how many people push on the do not push here things or like slam on the like the regular door so that they just end up fucking closing on themselves anyway or the people that can't figure out that you're supposed to like wave your hand and at least like keep it um you know next to the sensors that are obviously there yeah so that the door can open it's it's actually like the uh, the girl that was like shaking the barcodes at the um the camera oh, screen yeah. at the, the Safeway. Yeah. God, the most. Yeah. Ha- so she's, had, yeah, go ahead. We signed up for us Safeway cards, right? So that we could get the club card discounts there because they still use them there. Safeway isn't owned by other companies in the U S. So she, she, the sign up process is done on a, on an iPad. Now just a form you fill out, hit go. And then it has to scan the barcode using the camera. So she picks up the card and just starts doing this. Yeah, She just starts waving it. Like, like just waving it around. And I'm, Wildly. I'm, I'm watching and I'm like, oh my God, the cameras, that poor camera is having such a hard time focusing. And on to that be fair, buggy. it's not a scanner. And to be fair, it caught them after a couple of waves. But if she just held it up, it would have been instantaneous. Yeah, it would have worked better than just. And that's just, she was treating it like, you know, you would a till, which yeah. sometimes you have to get a different angle to get the barcode but, to read. Yeah, you know what? If that had been a laser reading that barcode, it would have been great. But like, it's it's the whole th- it, it adds to the whole thing that yep. people that can't take a second to stop and think look at something 
go, this is that part, this is that part, and this is that part, and this is how this should theoretically work. Yeah. Like wave, see, like waving your hand in front of the bus, you should be able to look, see, oh, look, here's a line of sight between two sensors. It says, I mean, wave here, and then the door opens for I can, you. I can understand your confusion. I really do. Because for me, like I said, I need to know how a thing works and able to remember what it, like even what it does, right? So again- But you can look at a device like that and Be, go because because I can start to try to understand how it works. I can then figure out how to operate it. Right. Right. And, and your thing with linear algebra is the same reason I was terrible with geography. Yeah. Or history. Yeah. I Those can, are my worst subjects. Yeah. And so am I. And but the like that's the thing is on the other side of the coin though. Uh, one of the kids I went to school with, he memorized every single capital city on the planet. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure he's sitting there like, how can you not remember this? How can you not remember this thing? How can you not remember this information? You know, like but he'll do a thing and people are like, why are you doing that? And he'll be like, because this other thing that I saw in this obscure documentary. So it, it's like, I can understand how people can go through life, not being analytical, but instead just remembering previous actions. But it's just yeah, such just, a foreign concept to me. It, it's so bizarre that people can't like, and this, I, I don't think this is a skill that should be lost on anyone. It, to it, It's not necessarily a skill, it's a learning style as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? I went through elementary school with two teachers who visual arts were the only, like, were the, you know, the end of all ways to teach. I can't learn that way. No. And I had, I got in huge trouble with the school. Yeah. And but my, you, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the, the solution I came, like, we came up with was one of the things that I needed was a way to write and uh, record effectively. So bringing in a computer, the pushback for that was amazingly intense. Yeah. yeah. But Whereas you, I don't learn shit from writing it down. But you can yeah. read. And with simple <laughs> reading comprehension. Even then, reading comprehension, the amount, the, the details people will pull out of a phrase they read change depending on their learning yeah. style. I learned well, nothing. for. I could read a manual for a thing. Yeah, I, I can't, wouldn't, I can't I wouldn't remember manual. shit. Right? I have to, I have to do. And... Yeah. Or I have to hear. If you I, if you tell me what to do, I can do it. Yeah. Or if you show me what to do, I can do it. Same audio visual. Same for me. And this is strange because I am an author and a and an editor. Exactly. And everything I deal with is in the written word. Yep. yep. And that it's actually a, a major learning, uh, a major education yep. hurdle that is still being encountered. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I, a good example of this is what I was doing with with cars and stuff. When I, I'm looking up how to do things with this project car that I just bought, and there are forum posts everywhere about it and they're like you just cut this and you go in here and you do this and i'm like okay this is great but where's the youtube video yeah because and i i will not remember any of this unless i see this happening with my own fucking if, eyes like and you remember me fixing my xperia <laughs> yeah like i was okay i'm like okay play video watch video try to try to do as quickly as video okay it went too fast pause Okay, where was I? Rewind video. It, it was. It went like it went on like that for like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it really depends on your learning style. For me, it's. I, I think have, it also depends on the task. I have to see it, and I have to be able to deconstruct and understand why a thing is happening. Which is why things like eigenvectors made absolutely no sense to me because I'm like, why? What does this do? 
Yeah, and the <laughs> what is this for? The practical applications of eigenvectors yeah. was like, described to me as advanced uses for population estimation and stuff like yeah. nothing useful to me. Yeah, so I'm just like I I don't get how this works. Therefore, I'm not gonna understand the how to do it. I like I don't know the why, so I'm not gonna get to how. Yeah. You, you know what you need, tell mass. Ma oh. Yeah, I need mass. That's a good example of somebody explaining something in weird, like okay, super... but that was bullshit. It yeah. was. They described something as what was it like? It's like metal as a service. Metal as a service, or the 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 magical whatever. Automagically. Uh, automagically. Yeah, automagically. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> Apple's bad enough for that shit. It's we magical. don't we don't need Ubuntu pretending that they're the next big thing. They're already kind of the big thing, but yeah. They're the big thing for grandmas with grandkids who do tech support. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know uh, who fucking runs Ubuntu? Me. You, but uh, I created it. I'm actually the CEO of Canonical. <laughs> <laughs> But like it mostly it's people that are like, well, my grandmother doesn't want to pay for Windows and they don't have a Mac. So let's install Ubuntu on it because it's essentially Mac. <laughs> that should be their tagline. Uh, it's essentially Mac. It's yeah, Ubuntu for when there They've been Mac. trying for years. Yeah, it's Ubuntu basically for Mac. <laughs> Ubuntu for when there isn't Mac. <laughs> yeah, for when they don't have Mac. Oh. <laughs> Seriously though, I'm gonna fall over, so yeah. we should we should wrap it up. Yeah, the sooner I get so to bed, we'll, the better. We'll wrap this up. Uh, remember to send us email, comments, questions, or criticism. Actually, I'm curious to see what you guys think about phones and their use. So send us shit about that. Yeah. And uh, also, Just, well, mm, I don't know if our audience is technical enough for like a Linux question. We'll leave it at phones. Tell us what you think about phone and Twitter culture. Uh, way to immediately put our audience down. Uh, no, you're too stupid for that question. Next I one. Know. You, I, you I try to keep to the general. Smart ad. enough. I'm not smart Be, enough. Just... Being a techie is not something I wish in my greatest enemy. <laughs> but yes, send us in, in comments on it. And, if you're uh, technically inclined, send us your greatest tech support horror story. Sure. And please don't just copy paste from. Tell uh, us about how you installed Ubuntu yeah. for your grandmother. Yeah. And if you copy it from Tales from Tech Support, I will know. Yeah, yeah. We'll we, we frequent it. <laughs> so don't do that. Uh, either way, you can send those to us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. We'd like to thank everybody who has emailed into the show in the past and also to Scream Fox for the amazing uh, intro and to Omari for the uh, logos. Uh, other than that, I guess we'll see you next week. Nope. Yep. I get the fuck out. No. Uh, no, if you'll excuse me, I am leaving on a jet plane. Do you know when you'll be back again? No. I quit. <laughs> You're all fired. I quit being your father. <laughs> I have no son. You're, you're adopted because I choose so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go do something constructive. Actually, you like know, burn a building down and play Xbox. Yeah, that that just reminded me of like how every movie with like an ungrateful father somehow has an happy ending because the father starts loving the son after they become successful. Or how anytime a kid's adopted, apparently they have this freak out existential crisis. A lot of them do. I hate that. 
It's my least favorite trope. Is the episode's still going. Everybody oh hurts. But like the, these movies end, and it's like I love you now that you're not a deadbeat. And I'm like, how is this a happy ending? Everybody All right. hurts. Bye, people. <laughs> Bye. I Bye. miss you. Bye. You smell. Go away. Don't like you. That's all you get. That's it. I'm stuffed up. What do you want from me? What do you want? What, what do you want? That's all you get. Get out of here.